Welcome to the number one podcast, where we give you an authentic look into the world's healthiest, wealthiest, and most inspirational minds. We talk about trending topics, bold ideas, and give you real-world examples that will inspire you to take massive action to become the number one version of yourself. We talk about mindset, health, wealth, success, finding your purpose, uh, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about on the day. Becoming the number one version of yourself. Of yourself. Just two kind of regular guys. I hate saying I'm regular, um, but, you know, just two guys. I feel like I'm not regular. Trying to, we're not regular. <laughs> we're not, I'm trying to relate. I'm, I'm sorry. Let's, let's bring it down. Humility is important <laughs> if you want to be the number one version of yourself. But today, uh, let's just go down the docket. So, Patrick Bat David, you saw. That was a great experience. We were going to talk about that. Yeah. We could talk about. How to start a podcast. Should you start a podcast? Everything that goes into starting a podcast. Um, a lot of work. Um, we're still working on this one. So um, Andrew Tate was on the docket. Mm. What else did we, did we bring up? Um, relationships as you get more successful. Um, what else? They're all good. I don't know. Let's flow. Let's flow with all it. Right, let's flow. Um, start with Patrick Bet David. How was that event? Dude, that was awesome. great. Yeah, Patrick Bet David. Phenomenal experience. So uh, I actually got invited by my boy, Eric. He hits me up out of the blue and he's like, yo, do you want to go to the sing with me? And uh, he was like, we're viewing the Patrick Bet David podcast live. Love to have you go. I bought a couple of tickets and, you know, it'd be great if you're one of the people to come with me. And yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm, in, I'm imagining we're just going to go like watch it somewhere, right? Yeah. Well, it turns out I get to Valuetainment headquarters and I'm like, okay. And as soon as I walk in the parking lot, I park my car. As soon as I walk in, um, I see a bunch of people. And I see, like, Adam Sossman, and I see Patrick Bed David, and I see, like, a couple of people. And I'm like, and everybody's just chill. Like, they're in the parking lot, and they're like, oh, hey, what's up? Good morning. And I'm like, hey, good morning. How are you? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, it was actually, yeah, it was, it was funny because, like, I just started talking to some of the guys, like, casually. Yeah. And I was like, these are some really cool people. Like, they're super down to earth. It was a very casual event. But it was awesome because, dude, this guy's setup is out of control. Yeah, like, dude, I saw your stories control. and it looked, it was like a legit studio. It was like a whole studio it was just insane. for the podcast. Dude, this was like TV production style, cameras all around the place. Like these are Blackmagic 6K cameras, Jeez. which, you know, they're not cheap. Yeah. And then the guy's like got this crazy cage that's just lighting, uh, actual like built up stage. The wire management was like unreal under the whole thing. I'm telling you, this is probably... If I had to guess, I'd say it was a half a million dollar setup for sure. Just in lights, cameras, and audio. I mean, yeah, I mean the, that equipment alone yeah. will cost you. It could have been more. thousand dollars. I mean, our setup is cheap, and it's thousands of dollars. Dude, this right here so. is like a solid twenty five thousand dollars setup. Yeah, you probably have like a thirty five thousand dollars setup. I spent a lot of money. You know, that's up counting. And then, not to mention the space, building out the space. Yeah, what goes into that? I mean, this is. I mean, this production right here probably cost me fifty fifty five k. No shit. You yeah. know, between like all the setting up everything. And you keep buying shit too. And I keep buying because yeah. you keep, I think like as you go, you realize that there's more shit that you need. Yeah. And then you realize that there's some stuff that could work better than other stuff. And you might have a malfunction on one of the cameras and you realize that might not be the right camera. It might not be the right lens or right. like just today. I didn't even know that I had to format this memory card. Yeah. You know what I mean? And well, this is a great segue into should you start a podcast? Yeah. Whichever camera. I but I think before we go into that though. Patrick Bet David. 
Patrick Bed David, let me tell you something about this guy. His ability to navigate a conversation was supreme. It was yeah. absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, the guy came in with a docket. Mm. He hit every single bullet point on his docket. However, he still managed to allow the conversation to flow in a very free-moving manner mm. to where it just felt flowy, and it felt like you were quite literally watching a show. There was only, like, one point within the episode, which I think was about two hours live with really? about 100 people in the audience, where I was, like, kind of Wait, losing. so they do it live? Dude, they did they, it live. They don't re- well, I know, I know you were there live, but, like, the episode isn't Dude, live, was, right? They're recording it. It was posted live. Oh, like, shit. someone was live chopping it. Oh, okay. So they're doing, you know what I mean? So somebody's there in the back, they have like a director and he's manning all the cameras. And then they have, um, you know, they have a couple side cameras. They have a rear camera. They've got a person in the front that's manning the cameras, watching the audience. They have another one on the side. Like the setup is crazy. And so we got to get to man. Cause like, I don't know. I don't care how you feel about them, but fresh and fit who are also Miami, they they do broadcast style too. So they have, they have the guy in the back, they switch the cams and they do, they do it all live. Right. So we need, I mean, our podcast needs to start paying for itself at some point. But help help us get there to where yeah, we can afford great. a guy. If you, in the back. if you like us and you like listening to us, help us get this place to pay for itself because you know it's an investment and we can afford it. However, or what? Or I'm gonna put this into the universe. If you just want to help us build this thing and help us make it live while it's still not profitable, you can join the team now. We're not gonna pay you. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not paying each other. This just costs us money. So if you want to be a part of that, I'm sure we can work something out. That'd be awesome. That would be great. Um, so if you have a certain set of skills, I mean, we got to pay somebody. People's time are valuable. Yeah, I would want to get paid. Bro. I'm paying a lot of people. A lot. I'm of paying a lot things. of people too. But if you're gonna Which, have somebody chopping things up, they need to get paid for this. If stuff. you're one of those people that I'm paying, I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not. Inf- I don't have infinite money, right? So like, look, this is the dream, and I think this is everybody's dream with every type of business. Or channel obviously everybody wants to draw a profit yeah but what i think is very important and where i would like to get to is where the thing at least pays for itself because exactly. the outlay you know i i told you i'm only doing two episodes a month right now and it's costing me 2500 a month yeah. right so my sunk cost is about 1250 per episode yeah and you know a lot of people think oh that's expensive it's expensive i mean let's talk, let's talk about what goes into it let's, yeah. let's why is it so expensive well, this will be this will be bullet point one on starting your podcast, right? So all the things you have to think expectations, about. Expectations, set expectations, yeah. right? So let's go into those expectations. The thing that people don't understand a lot of times is that, like, obviously you have to buy all the equipment. That's cool. Can you start with just an iPhone and a little like mic on a cable for sure? Yeah. There's a girl that I'm friends with. I was on her podcast. It's called the Entrepreneurship Life or Entrepreneur Life. She's incredible. Podcast was incredible, and she's recording with an iPhone, right? Um, and the thing about her, why she's becoming successful with her podcast, cause she's very organized and she's very consistent yeah. and she just keeps pumping. Right. And so that's one way to grow. The other way to grow is you got to buy a bunch of nice shit and have good quality. Yeah. Right. Um, not just quality conversations, but quality equipment as we've invested in. Yeah. Um, however, that's not it. That's, that's not just it. That's the, the tip of the iceberg. Before, Be- before that, I want to talk more about the tip, <laughs> but <laughs> The tip of the iceberg, so buying the equipment, like before you even buy the equipment, first you got to know what to buy, yep. right? So when we went through, like Drew has a few different cameras right now. I have three of the same camera, but before I had three of the same camera, I didn't. So you go through cameras, mm. you go through like, microphones, just microphones, trying to figure out which mics, trying cables. to figure out which even, cables. Even down to the cable makes a difference. 
Right. You want to record more than 30 minutes? Google that. G- Google. <laughs> Try, Google it right now and see which cameras can record more than 30 minutes, which SD cards you need. Yeah. Will it overheat? Can you film inside, outside? So you got to figure all that out, and then you can spend yeah, with this one, thousands of dollars. I've got a little fan coming because that one likes to overheat. Yeah, the one on. He's talking about the one on me right now. Over yeah, here, yeah. So you know, I gave you that one on purpose. No, that's, <laughs> that, that's the tip of the iceberg. The Roadcaster, I would say, this is probably one of the best investments I made for sure. Um, normally, so if you don't do this, you have to get basically it's like a a, a DAC. It's, it's basically a device that the mics go into, and then that plugs into like a computer. It's like you need like a control unit. This is like an all in one to where. Basically, we just had to figure out the cameras and we didn't have to figure out audio. Yeah. If we went to the next level, we would invest even more in audio. But like these are like the best mics yeah, already. So and we would cool just be spending more money on this. The cool part about this is it provides phantom power too. So like if yep. you were to hook this up to a cloud lifter, which is great, by the way, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, then, yeah, I mean, you, you got to en- enable phantom power, which I didn't know and I couldn't figure out. Yeah. And I watched probably a half a dozen YouTube videos before I figured it out. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it besides just, all right, let's get the equipment out of the way. You've got yeah. the equipment, you bought yep. the cameras, the tripods, the microphones, the backup microphones, very important. Yep. The backup microphones, you've got your roadcaster or whatever other device you have. You've got your, obviously, wherever the hell you're doing this, right? You got your chairs, everything. Lights, very Lights. important. Yep. Let's get all that out of the way. You set the place up. You make sure everything's functional and working. Yep. Let's get beneath the water level to the rest of that iceberg. Right. Because that was just the tip. Dip your face in. (laughs) It's cold. What do you see? Oh, shit. There's a lot down there. There's a lot. Got a plan. Yeah. Got to have something to say. Got to have a topic. Well, we kind of free flow. Yeah. But. All right. We can can do better on that. But. I think where my challenge has been. Yeah. Recently has been in the editing. Yeah. Um, because obviously like I have the resources to be able to pay for it. However, it is a sunk cost that is not creating return on investment at this point in time. Um, so if you want to do it the cheap way, you either have to learn how to do it, have someone to help you do it, or you got to finesse it somehow, but there's a lot that goes into it. And you're not going to be good. So you can edit yourself. And so we both work and we both have pretty like high time commitment jobs. I also day trade and have a whole bunch of thing. Right. So editing, t- I actually like editing. Like, I think we're both creative people. So like yeah. when I have a, a passion piece, like I'll sit and I'll edit it, but hours we're talking hours guys. And that's just the editing part. So you got to do all the stuff we said, then you got to film it. You have to have good raw footage, which is another thing. So when you practice like filming, you, you, you can't edit something into existence. Sorry, editing is cutting out. The mm. thing of editing is cutting away your carving, right? So if you don't have enough there, you're screwed. So you have to have good raw footage and then you edit down the raw footage that takes time. And so if you're, if you're first starting out and you don't want to pay an editor, just realize that your, your first content is going to suck. Like it's yeah. not going to be good. And you're going to put a lot of energy. That, and that's why it's so hard. A lot of people give up. It's like you put a lot of energy into your first stuff and it's just, it's not good. It's not like once you get to like iteration six and seven, that's where you're like, Oh yeah, I want the light here at this. I want this. I want that. And like, but that first one, I'm telling you guys, like, the first couple, like you're just not gonna like it. You yeah. Know? Maybe you strike gold, but or you get an or or you just pay for That's the. That's what editor. I did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just paid an editor straight up. Yeah. Because I was like, bro, there's no way. I mean, could I learn to do it? And could I be very look? I can do anything, yeah. and I promise you, if I put enough time into it, I will be better than anybody else. Do a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> if I practice that, I will make it happen. I can figure it out. Weird. Weird. You know, I'm that confident in my ability to like laser focus and 
and go after shit. So I can guarantee you I would be good at it, but I would need a lot of time. And time yeah. is not something that I have in abundance at this moment. Yeah. So yeah, I went straight up and paid an editor. Um, and so essentially when it came to the editing, the thing about editing was it wasn't just chopping up a YouTube video. Cause that's easy. You can get that done for a hundred dollars. You can probably get it done for 50 somewhere right? Yeah. on Fiverr. Right. But when it comes to actually editing, you have multiple assets. You've got your video, of course, yep. or your platforms such as uh, YouTube. Yep. And then you also have your audio for platforms such as Spotify, Apple Sound or SoundCloud and Apple uh, Podcasts. And then within the video realm, now you're going to chop up hopefully short form you know, content that's going to be posted to YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, and TikTok. Yeah. There's a lot of time that goes into each one of these steps. And then you have to pay somebody to post it all if you're not going to do it yourself. Right. And when if you want to really be fire, your shorts have to add like images and the layers. Zoom in, zoom out. And the out. music. Like you could just like cut it down and just do the like, these are good cameras. So like shot could just be the shot. But if you want to add in the infographic, like imagine there's an infographic right now. Right. Maybe we put it, maybe we don't. But if we do, that's more money. Right. If you saw one, we paid for that. If you don't, because we're cheap. And it was low budget. <laughs> this video was low but, budget. <laughs> Yeah, man. And I think the, the other the other thing with time, too, is is that's one video. Right. Yeah. And so this is kind of where we kind of lost momentum and like everybody loses momentum. I'll, I have my own YouTube channel, which I'm almost at twelve hundred subscribers. And yeah. even now, even though I've been gaining traction every time you first, you have to build the system. Right. So I have an editor. I have the way I stay organized, which is Airtable. It used to be Notion. It used to be a f spreadsheet. Right. All these different ways you have to, like, come up with a system and then for me, it's like I have to actually spend time because I film every Saturday. I have to spend time outside of Saturdays, like on Wednesdays or random days. My ideas, I have to write them down, put them into my system. And then I have to go into Airtable and update it. And it just sounds like tedium because it is. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go into my tracking sheet. And there's like three videos out of order. But I, you film so much stuff, you have no idea what anything is. Yeah, so I'm like, I have no idea what this video is. And, and this has happened to me because I'll, I'll just get busy and I'm just like, I didn't update it. So now I don't know where it is. And all I to say is like, in order to go from one video to like five or 10, or if you want to do multiple channels like we're doing, like the time, the amount of effort and time and how easy it is to get messed up. It is. Super. is it's super easy. Well, that's you know, the other losing, thing is, like yeah. I've lost footage. I've like, you know, just every, every, every mistake you can make. Yo, but isn't I've that made. the beauty of it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I I lost uh, I lost a couple of videos. So actually, the one that we did last. Yeah, you lost. lost yeah, I lost that. I only yeah. have one angle, and that's the angle of you. Yeah, let me get that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's got shitty audio. Uh, yeah, actually, no, I think I have the audio. Yeah, but that's the thing, man. Is so. All right, let's take editing off the table. You're not editing. Yep. The audio. You're not editing the video. You're not editing the shorts and the reels. You're not. You're not doing any of that. You're outsourcing it like me. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the amount of time it takes to to take all of the video content and the audio just from the SD card to the cloud oh, where the dude. editor is going to find it. Dude. Bro, just that process dude. is so frustrating because I can't even, I pay for the highest quality internet, yeah. the highest speed you could possibly get. And it still takes eight to 12 hours to upload this shit. All right. Well, that... We got to fix. Yeah. There's something wrong. There's something seriously wrong. But, well, actually, I'll tell you right now. This is a little tip for you. Don't upload from your card directly to the, the, cl the cloud. So always copy it to your PC first and then to the cloud. The yeah, reason. My PC just ran out of 
complete memory because of doing that method. Yeah, that's we'll see. That's <laughs> why. So <laughs> this is the guys. I'm t- this small. I just filled this up seems my like end. such a small detail, but this stuff that takes my hours. My MacBook doesn't even. My internet. My uh, emails don't even work because the memory oh, is completely full. Yeah, because you have a 512. I think. Yeah, I have a two terabyte hard drive. I think I have a one terabyte. But no, nah, I remember when I looked, it was 512. Yeah? Oh, yeah. that's trash. I need that's to upgrade small, that. But, but that's um, more money. Yeah, so you gotta you want to upload it to your PC and then from your PC to the cloud because the read write speed to the card is much slower from the card than from your computer. Suffice to say, stuff like that, like every thirty minutes, just think of if a task takes thirty minutes and you've got eight of those. Now you got four hours of time, right? So even though it's just uploading a video, you got three videos. You got to wait for one to upload and then you can upload the other. I bought a device so I can upload four at a time because I have three cameras and the one in there, the SD card. So that's four different files you got to upload mm. to the cloud. Then the editor has to download them and do their and whole we, thing. And we got a fifth tonight. And Dude, I forgot about that up there. <laughs> What's up? Um, and so, so let's say that's done. You get it, you get it back. Thumbnails, SEO. Yeah, keywords. Posting, keywords, right? And then if you post to like Instagram Reels, yep. like. Now you got hashtags bios or not yeah. bios um what word am i missing description description yeah all of that if 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 you want to do well like you have to put effort into all of that like yeah. seo i pay people for seo it's its own thing like it's its own thing thumbnails own so thing. with seo what are they doing they're writing they're up. literally so i based off the topic of my video so i'm in the finance space uh go to force force trading by the way during my discord it's growing it's popping teach you how to trade i'm a day trader trading es futures but um what they'll do is they have a video on, you know, how to learn options. Yeah. So they'll go and they'll look up every video on how to learn what options are, right? And then they'll figure out the keywords and try to rank them. And so there's tools like uh, YouTube Buddy. There's tools out there that I know they're using. I have the tools too, um, which you should do. So even though I don't do it, I learned enough to be able to vet people. And also just look at results. Like I've went through a ton of people. I'm like, if I give them two shots, if they don't do well, let's move on to another one. Um, but they literally just do SEO rankings. Mm. So ignore the thumbnail. Imagine, imagine you go to YouTube and it's just like, there's no thumbnail. It's just like, what is the highest ranking result based off a search? Then you got the thumbnail. There's thumbnails, a whole other game. It's like, all right, imagine there's no text. Mm. What video do you click on just based off the image? Right. That's the hardest thing to me. Cause you have like interesting, what you think is good, but like what actually pops and like what I, what I do is I go on YouTube. I have other google accounts where i don't i don't save anything it's just like a, an account it's just raw right just to scan and I, I i'll search up topics i'm interested in and i'm just like what do my eyes go to mm. like this is how serious you got to get guys like Jeez. i'm just like okay that's a thumbnail i liked why did i like it is it the contrast so i'm like doing my own psychoanalysis and then i try and find i go on fiverr and i try to find people who have examples based off of what my eyes are drawn to bro you're doing a lot bro you know, unless, unless you're like, I wish, I wish, I wish I just had natural virality. I don't like in person, I'm charismatic, all that, but like you're competing with everyone guys, wow. everyone. So if you want to, if you want to get to the top, like you got to every little, every little 1% counts, right? So you got to know what you're good at. Like I know what I'm good at. Thumbnails is not it. I'm terrible at thumbnails. That's why I outsource it. And I put in all the time. No, you had one that was result. fire. They do. Okay. I have one recently that I'm just going to copy and paste because yeah. that, that I did recently that that did okay but yeah that so all of all of that if you want to start a podcast is like 
it's it's a system man it's easy that's why you know we took a break we wanted to switch editors um and we kind of just fell off the wagon after that and you know we're getting back on and you know i'm talking about that i think we're gonna try and use uh, my fiber editor um if possible but you know it's yeah, it's time it's, it's a, time it's money it's time frustration huge learning curve but you know i think we've told the people a lot about the negatives behind this yeah. progress let's talk about the pot the, the process we're at so. 21 minutes by the way so yeah let's talk about the positives i don't know how long let's talk about the positives be. here yeah why why do we do what we do why do we go through the frustrations of editing and getting equipment lay it on me tell me tell me why I've been talking for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, man, I do this because I actually genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy getting up here. I enjoy chopping it up. Um, believe it or not, I've recorded now seven episodes of my own podcast. What's it called? Planted Moves. Hey, look out for it. Planted Moves. Planted. Um, like, because Drew, Drew's the move, and then... Yeah, there you go. They yeah. got it. They got it. Um, but yeah, man, so I, I really do like this. I enjoy it. Um, it's fun for me. It's honestly like a passion of mine yeah. or it's become that. Yeah. And uh, the reason why I say that it's important, you know, that I've created seven episodes already is because I have not launched a single one of them. So mm. I'm not doing it for the views. I'm not doing it for the likes. I'm not doing it because it's going to go viral or could potentially make me famous. That's not, these things have not even been released and I still keep recording. They're just sitting there, you know, in queue for the editor to, to begin editing. Yeah. We just started last week. So this should probably go out. The first episode should go out in a couple weeks. And with that being said, why do I continue to record? It's because I enjoy the topics that I'm speaking about. So I've interviewed NFL player that has healed himself from sickle cell trait. You know, I wanted to get a better understanding of while you're going through that, what's the mindset that it takes in order to get from rock bottom and still become a star professional athlete yeah. despite all the adversity and health complications that you're going through, how do you get through that every day? Another one that I want, that I spoke, you know, spoke with was um, a woman who has basically been through some serious, serious, you know, trauma. Yeah. And how did she get through that? How did she become a better person? How is she now a coach that's healing other people? Yeah. How did she go through one of the darkest moments of her life? Use it as a catalyst to heal other people around the world. Yeah. And so these are the types of conversations that I really enjoy. Now, have I had other conversations that, you know, were not as in-depth or as depthful? Yeah, I've had those too, yeah. you know, and a lot of those had to deal with money and resources and how to get more. Um, and the cool part about it is like, we talk a lot about money and how to get it, Yeah. you know? And then the thing is like money is, they say money's not everything. And while I can agree with that statement from one perspective, which is once you get it all, there is some part of, you that can feel unfulfilled. 100%. Right? Yeah. However, it takes money to do the things that fulfill you. Yeah. So why not kill two birds with one stone, get the bag, and enjoy your life yeah. and find fulfillment in the middle? Yeah. Well, on that thought too is, and I'll follow up on the, the pod, is money eliminates the things that makes life shitty. Mm -hmm. You know, like having debt over your head or, you know, food. Like, so money, uh, people say like money won't bring you happiness, but it stops you from being sad. Right. So if you just want to, if you want the potential for happiness, money gives you a lot of potential happiness. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think about this all the time with cars. Um, it's like I could buy another car, but my life, my life, I'm going to be happier with a nicer car. I would just have a nicer car. Now, if that nicer car brought me to a community of people and I really connected with those people because of that, 
that joint appreciation of a thing, that's what life is about, right? That's what money can bring you. But I'm the same man with the pod. Is like I was just talking about. I'm thinking about doing another one, very similar, but just conversations with people, not focus on success at all. And actually, my I think on that, I'm gonna try and avoid talking about money entirely, even though it's such a big part of my existence. Like I'm a day trader. Like I'm trying to get the bag, but there's so much more to life. And I, yeah. I think you realize that and like people's stories and what is, what is interesting. And I think you yeah. also realize that once you get it. Yeah. Like once you achieve, obviously you can always continue to aspire to do more, but there's something to be said for having a goal, almost an unachievable goal, achieving the goal, getting it. Yeah. And then realizing that you're no more fulfilled than you were when you didn't have it. The only difference is now that you're, you're in a more comfortable position. However, my personal belief is that as a man, we should not strive to be in a position of comfort. Yeah. I believe that we should always strive to be in a position of discomfort because we're trying to chase a further goal. We're trying to become better. We're trying yeah. to do better, you know, and there is something to be said for achieving those goals. Obviously those milestones are great, but just because you achieved it doesn't mean that you're going to be fulfilled. You could be in the same position. I, I personally had a conversation with my dad today and I was like, to be honest, if I'm not going after something so hard that I believe in, I get genuinely depressed. Yeah, man. Like I, I, I can't resonate with people. I'm not saying that this is bad. So if you are this type of person, no, <laughs> no judgment whatsoever. But, you know, there's some people that are comfortable with going to their nine to five every day or working at the grocery store or doing their thing. They're super fulfilled. They go home to their wife and their kids and they're super chill. You know, it's crazy, bro. Well, they finish, lo they love their that. life. But I'm not that dude. You know, what's, you know, what, I, you know what I honestly believe, man? Because... I say that, and I still say that too. I, I say that to placate people, but I honestly believe that no one doing that is happy because I haven't met them. What I have met, as, as I've met people who they'll ask me, hey, I want to I want to make more money. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. But then in social situations where there's pressure, now they, they're, they're forced to defend their lifestyle. And they go, oh, well, my life's fine, and I don't really need much, and blah, 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 blah. But take them out of that situation and they reveal their unhappiness every time. And I've seen it so many times wow. to where I, I want it to be the case to where you can just work a nine to five with people you don't like and doing stuff you don't like. And that somehow there's people. But like it doesn't make like I have not met a single person, not a single wow. person. I have met people that are doing a passion. Maybe that passion is a, is a nine to five. Right. But even then, like there's there's something about that grind that I think just wears you out. And even, even those people say you're in a nine to five environment, like they're usually pushing in some way, right? They're pushing to be like a manager or maybe they're in like sales roles or something or something where it's like there's a return on their personal investment outside yeah, of just they have like working quarterly, at a grocery store, right? Quarterly metrics they have to hit and quarterly reviews and things of that nature. Yeah. So they're expected to hit certain mile markers or perform in a particular way. Yeah. To get a bonus or something. Yeah. I get so, may, so maybe not no one, but I would say nine out of the 10 people that say that, that I meet who are the ones saying that they, they don't. Right. And I, I personally believe that like, if you look at like the moments in your life where you're happiest, whether it's doing a sport or you're creating like your art, you're an artist and you're just in there and you're just painting and maybe you're just going to town for eight hours. Right. Like as almost as animals or humans, like we just, we enjoy being pushed like yeah. and just realizing that potential and finding something finding out something about ourselves i mean there's something to say about putting your feet up and like relaxing but like part of it is me uh, like I'm, I'm on one side of the spectrum but like i can only relax for like 24 hours 
if that, bro. Like, I put my feet up, and what happens is, like, when I'm relaxed, I, the, the juices I get, start going, and I'm like, I can, I feel ready to do something again. Dude, I get really anxious, honestly. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm, like, sitting still for too long, all right, so, for instance, um, last month, like I mentioned, you know, to you before, business was really slow. Yeah. And by really slow, I still did incredibly well by, like, normal standards, but for me, business was very slow, especially coming out of the last two years where it was nonstop. Real estate was everything, right? Yeah. And so business got incredibly slow again by my standards. And I'm sitting at my desk, haven't gotten a single call. Usually everything that I have that I close is inbound. Because yeah. people just call me because they resonate with my brand or they were referred to me by somebody or they met me somewhere and they just call me and my phone rings all day. Well, in this particular situation, it was like a week and my phone wasn't ringing. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to start making cold calls. I haven't made cold calls in like six years. Yeah. So because I haven't had to, I've been so busy. And so I was like, all right. So I just started making some calls and I was talking to some people and I realized that a lot of other people were slow as well. People that I would typically get business from. And I got really anxious and I didn't get anxious because of the money. Because I know that I'm going to, first of all, I have like a nice nest egg and I know I'm going to get paid eventually. That's just how this business works. It's cyclical. I got really anxious because I realized that if business did stop suddenly, yeah. am I fulfilled in my current situation where I am? Mm -hmm. If my business did not exist anymore, let's say it was taken over by AI bots or something. Yeah. But let's say all of a sudden my business no longer existed. Would I be happy and fulfilled with what I'm doing right now where I am? I was just sitting back and I was just like, dude, would I be fulfilled or satisfied with where I am in my current you know, state in life, having achieved what I've achieved if my business failed? And if it did, what would I do? Where would I go? What yeah. business would I start? And so my wheels started turning and I was just like, I was so much more motivated by the end of that stale period. And it wasn't, and it was almost out of like a fear I think it was out of fear. It was really fear-based, this motivation, because I thought to myself, dude, I have to hit the next milestone. I have yeah. to. So I hired somebody today because last last month I was like, you know, what would happen if this shit failed or died? Yeah. So then I was like, I just need to expand. I need to, my personal life, my business, and everything needs to be in a constant state of expansion for me to feel satisfied. Yeah. So I had to hire somebody today. I had to expand my business. I have to expand this pod. I have yeah. to expand my life. I have to expand my relationship. Yeah. You know, all these things have to be expanding. And I don't know. I, I heard somebody, I think it was Andrew Tate, actually. Yeah. I think I heard him saying like. Put him on the docket. <laughs> uh, he's on the docket too. Yeah. I heard him saying something about like, he, like he always has to be progressing. He can't stay still. Yeah. He can't not work. Yeah. He can't feel satisfied with doing mundane. And I told that resonated with me. I fuck with that. Yeah. I think. Men in general, I mean, this, this is what I say on purpose. This is what I, I always tell people. And it's the same with trading. Like, you know, to, I'll just use that as an example because it's what I do every day. To become a master trader, what does that mean? You know, I've had six-figure wins. I've talked about six-figure losses. I've never had a seven-figure win. I know it's going to happen. One day I'll make a million dollars in one trade. Okay. But then I want to make two million dollars. Then five, then ten. And some people would say, well, isn't that just endless chasing money money at that point and almost now is irrelevant to me it's about can i manage risk well enough to get a return of this size cool i did it all right can i manage risk well enough to get a return of this size cool 
all right, now I want to see if I can get one of that size. So it's, it's not even about the money because once I'm raking in multiple seven figures per year, like my life isn't going to change, guys. Like you'll probably see, like, if you follow me, like, and, you know, knock on wood, I don't die or something tragic happen, lose all my money. Like I'll buy a nice house and I'll, I'll buy nicer cars. But like my, my life today, like I, I dance, I break dance, I still nerd out, I write code, play video games, play games with my friends. And I trade in shit. And I guarantee you, in 10 years, I buy real estate, I'll be doing the same thing. I'll just have a nicer house, have a nicer car, right? But I'm still going to be dancing. And, like, it's, 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 it's the same. And I don't think just how I want to get better at dancing, I don't think it's it. There's never a point where I'm like, oh, I'm a good enough of a dancer, mm. right? It just so happens that the return on this practice is monetary, right? So I definitely understand, like, the expansion of, like, wanting to do more because you have the potential to do more right and you know it's there yep. and it's hard for you to turn a blind eye to something that you know you know you, you can get so yeah you always have to measure it and like i think there is a point obviously where it's like oh, i just need more money it's like but everybody if, needs more money yeah everybody can, there's plenty there's plenty out there guys if there's one piece right. of advice I, I could give to you just random barely related to this is like there's so much money out there and so like much so much gold on the streets like there's enough for everybody yeah it's there's enough for everybody dude they print the shit every day that's the dude. reason that we're in this shithole mess that we're in right now dude even they print the money endlessly yeah so they're printing something bro they're creating something out of thin air it's all it's all fake <laughs> like even me as a day trader like when i make i don't know what i make today well today was a red day no i ended up like 50 50 up so i lost two grand in the first eight minutes of trading today which was annoying because i had a really green day yesterday i made like eight thousand dollars yesterday so let's just use yesterday as an example, right? Um, I made $8,000. What does that mean? I just watched some fucking squiggly lines on my screen, hit buy, hit sell. And $8,000, which would be life-changing money for me years ago, is possibly life-changing money for you. And I, I don't, I'm not trying to minimize $8,000. One of the things I force people to do in my Discord is gratitude. Like some people go, oh, I only made $400. I'm like, that, that's a car payment. That's, that's <laughs> insurance. That's like every single Caesars. dollar... And that's what I, that's how my attitude towards money. Like every if, if you make fifty dollars in a trade, like that's that's awesome. That matters, right? And you should go bigger and bigger. But the point is, to your point, it's, it's fake. Like the mm. fact that I can just do that, the fact that I used to like it, it pissed me off honestly when I had the realization. It's like me. I want to say I, so they left the matrix. I'm just like in the computer screen now, fudging the numbers in the matrix. But it's like, I used to think that's like, oh, I just have to work harder and harder and harder. And I still have worked harder, but now I'm working way more smart than I am just hard. Because mm. I could just make $8,000 by watching lines on a screen instead of like trying to work 40 more hours at Old yeah. Navy, you know? So no, uh, I agree, man. it's a mindset shift too. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just fake. It's made up, man. It's just made up. It's out there. Well, let's talk about escaping the matrix. Let's talk about it. Let's <laughs> talk about Tate. He's in jail right now. Yeah, he is. We don't know when this episode is going to be out, but he's in jail. At this point in time, he is currently in jail, extended yeah. another 30 days. Very hot topic. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, get, I'll give my thoughts on Tate. I, actually, I, I talk about him on my TikTok, actually, Go for it. which I'm not going to tell you guys, but if you find it, that's fine. There's nothing crazy on there. But um, I think that he says stuff that, I mean, I definitely agree with. I get, I get why he's so popular. I think I, I generally have like a, a slight alert, allergic reaction to the whole red pill space. Because I think what it's done, and the inter- I have this whole thesis on the internet in general, is that I used to think, like, when the internet came out, we thought it was going to make everyone smarter. Everyone has access to all this information. 
But I feel like because of algorithms and like corporate interests, instead, like you only see what they want you to see. Mm. Right. And so red pill, like once you get into that rabbit hole, like people only see that. That's and, all they see. and a lot of that, a lot of people who are susceptible to that are guys who are a lot of insecurity. They don't have money. They can't get women. Right. So who do they idolize? These guys who look like they have it, which is why there's so many fake like scammers and like people who are like they rent the land. Miami is a great example. Like they yeah. just rent the cars and shit and like the girls and they show off the original red pill space. By the way, if you haven't seen the Matrix, the whole idea was red pill, blue pill. You take the red pill, you leave the Matrix. But if you saw the movie, real life sucked. Right. So when they got out the Matrix, they lived in the shitty ship like that. That was the original concept of like you're pulling yourself out of this comfy nine to five. You're a drone life to go live reality. Right. That's that's the original concept yeah. of red pill. So I, I fuck with the original red pill. The whole space is, is a thing. But Andrew Tate himself, I think a lot, a lot of I think a lot of men looked up to him, you know, and I think he has had a positive impact. I, I saw a TikTok on a guy who changed his whole life, lost like 200 pounds because of Andrew Tate. And that's that's awesome. Yeah. I think on the flip side, like if he does turn out and he's convicted for sex trafficking and like the amount of people that can hurt. And as a guy with three sisters, like I can never ignore like what the women in my life tell me no matter what I think. And so it's like, if somebody was like trafficking women, I just, I can't look past that. Like, and I, I don't think anybody should, but I'm gonna wait to see what they say. Right. I feel that. Um, so that, that's my, yeah, two we cents, definitely do not condone any type of any trafficking. I don't think you can say SEX on YouTube anymore though. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll blurp it out. We'll blurp it out. But, but, um, yeah, no, I, I can't get behind that, man. I can't get behind the idea of sex trafficking or, working a woman for money um i think you know that was that's like the oldest occupation in history right yeah um but I mean, we could talk about whether prostitution should be legal i think it should yeah but like that's different from trafficking that's like yeah. they literally abduct women if you don't if people don't know why like sex trafficking is so bad it's like they'll go say there's some young american girl it's 18 she gets kidnapped and then forced into sex Dude, slavery for life until she dies and they just drug them up. Dude, that's know. horrifying, bro. So, so yeah, that's why it's bad. But like prostitute, like legal prostitution is legal in many places. One of the oldest professions, two, two different topics. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I can't get behind that, but that's, that's horrifying. You um, kind of look like Tate though. I know I get that a lot. <laughs> I really do get that a lot, bro. Oh, I am currently shadow banned on Instagram because of all the Andrew Tate and Cobra Tate comments on my Instagram. Really? Yeah, bro. Dude, I actually, um, I hired Jorick, the dude that like got my account back after it was yeah. banned or uh, it got hacked last year. And yeah, he told me he was like, you're shadow banned. And he was like, he reached out to Meta. It was like a whole thing. And so he's working on getting me on shadow banned right now. But like, that was the issue is that like, it's, it goes against community guidelines or some shit. Because and you guys, have the same first name. Yeah. It's wild. It's a terrible combination. Know, man. <laughs> well, maybe so, it'll yeah, bounce back, dude. I mean, if he's, if he's released and it finds out, I mean, I'll tell you what, honestly, um, I listen to Andrew Tate almost every morning at the gym. Yeah. I get incredibly motivated by the things that he say that he says. Yeah. Um, I think that he has a very strong message, a positive message for young men. Yeah. And more importantly, I think he has a very positive message for men in general who feel like they're stuck. Yeah. And they're hopeless. They have no one to, to speak to, no one to talk to, and they're depressed. Yeah. And I love one of the concepts that he discusses or believes in rather, which is 
that depression is a state of mind that can be completely changed and altered by progression. Yeah. And I completely back that 100%. Yeah. As I mentioned before, when I was slow last month, I, I think I went into a minor depression because yeah. I was not busy. And the thing is, one of the things I can get behind that he says additionally is when he's not working and he's not chasing something, he doesn't feel satisfied. He doesn't feel fulfilled. There's a hunger about him. Yeah. Right. And I think that there's a hunger about a lot of men in society. There's a hunger and that hunger is not fulfilled and that hunger is not satisfied. So what happens is these men, they weaken themselves unknowingly by getting addicted to porn and masturbation yeah. and, you know, I idolizing the bodies of women on a screen and tricking their body into releasing serotonin and dopamine. And then they don't even have the balls to go out and talk to a woman in public because they're completely depleted of energy. Yeah. And they don't realize that this, this addiction porn is one of the largest industries on the internet and is one of the most profitable industries. Yeah. And they're profiting off of depleting men of their drive. Profiting off of loneliness, drive for sure. And lack of ambition. Yeah, lack of ambition. And men, some men just want to feel something because they yeah. don't feel anything. And in my opinion, that is the depiction of a man who is not on his purpose, a man who's yeah. not on his grind, a man who's not going after something that he believes in. And so I can respect Andrew Tate for the fact that he is trying to encourage and motivate young men to go after what they believe is their vision or to go after their dream or to go after their purpose because those are all things that I back 100%. And those are some of the concepts that have inspired me when yeah. we host the men's group here, because there are so many men here, especially in Miami that don't have community. They don't have an outlet. They have a fucked up life. They are not satisfied in their job. They are getting pushed around and walked all over by their wife, their girlfriend, their, you know, significant other. And yeah. they're like people pleasing and they're being bitches. And yeah. some of those men need to get woken the fuck up. And those men need to realize that if they're not going after their purpose and they're not going after something in general, they are fucking losers. And that's yeah. the reason why they don't feel good. That's the reason why they're depressed because they know that deep inside that they are not going after their purpose. Yeah. And so I completely back that. I 100% back that notion. I fuck with that. And because I mean, that's, that's why he, that's why he blew up, you know, is that, that positive message, like that, that clearly positive message is why he blew up. Yeah. I, the, the problem is, and this, well, there, here's a concept that, I think it's controversial, at least people have told me it's controversial, is that, you know, good people do bad things and bad people do good things, mm. right? So it's possible, and I'll, I'll, wait, I'll, wait, I'll wait to see what happens, um, but it's possible that he's a bad guy who did a lot of good and helped a lot of people. That's, we don't like to think that life is gray, but life is way more gray than that, right? The person who pushes you out of a car, you're about to get hit by a car and they save your life, right? Because they don't want they don't. They want you to die, right? That person might, I don't know, be a wife beater, you know? That sounds like a crazy scenario, but, like, that's just the world we live in. Like, people yeah. are a very mixed bag of of personality and, and good and bad and, and all this different stuff. So I think what he's done, I think what he's done for men, and I think more importantly is how he has galvanized and created a movement for self-improvement, right? Yeah. I think I think that's always going to stay. In well, that's something that we believe in. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very much what we're, I mean, we're in the same vein. I mean, I, despite everything I said about, like, the red pill space, my yeah. qual, my qualms are with messaging, mostly mostly with how it has to do with, like, women and things like that because, again, I have sisters, and I'm just a humanitarian in general, and I think that 
your perp, you realizing your purpose as a man should be independent of women or how you feel about women. I agree. Right. And, and I, a lot, I think a lot of guys try to build themselves up by putting women down, which is fucked up. Yeah. That's right? not cool. Um, that's not cool. But, but or go ahead. you know, one of the things I want to touch on when it comes to the red pill space um, that I firmly believe in, bro, all of this fucking game, all this game yeah. that they're trying to, trying to teach men. Oh, wait, you know, two days to message her or bro, wait 15 <laughs> minutes to message her and do this and say this and don't be available and be available and say goodnight and then don't say goodnight and all this fucked up shit, bro. I fell into it when I was in my early 20s. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm trying to emulate that, right? But Same. how, yeah. but if you yeah. think about it, bro, what is the game? The game is simply a cheap knockoff of a man who is on his purpose. Yeah, you're, em because you're emulating man, the natural movement of someone who actually has it. That's what I'm saying. Don't text her often. Why is that a thing? Well, because hyper successful guys <laughs> literally can't text. They literally just can't. They're fuck like. That's what I'm saying. We're and busy, dude. I think when you're that 22, is, you're not. I think it's cheap <laughs> and I think it's fake, and I actually despise it. I yeah. despise the game because the game is a cheap knockoff, and I don't fucking like that shit. Yeah, man. I think it's like wearing a fake Gucci, bro. Yeah. Because. The thing is, if you are a man who's on his purpose and you are successful, you're too fucking busy. You are genuinely busy. You're in meetings. You're speaking to people. You're on the phone. You're trying to close deals. You're trying to buy an investment property. You're doing your due diligence. You're running appraisals and you're doing all these different or things. Or even if, if, if you're not booked to him for seven, like when you have a really big mission, your mind space is too occupied, right? You can't, you don't have mind space to just like have little giggly conversations. conversations. You're like, you're just like, I'm not in a meeting right now, but like you're thinking it, you're planning, yeah, like I agree. you're focused on it. Right. And yeah, so, and the thing is when you are on your purpose and you are chasing that mission, there's a, there's a book, we mentioned it in the previous podcast and I love this reference. There's a book called outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. Oh yeah. It's your favorite. And I, I love this book because yeah. it helped me in one of my darkest moments when I had no vision. Um, and so one of the concepts is the most important concept in my opinion is if you are going after your purpose and you know exactly what you want, you will not be moved in directions that are not in alignment with that, with that purpose. Right. You will not be swayed into relationships that aren't getting you closer to your vision. Right. If someone's taking you off track, you're going to set a boundary or you're going to cut them loose yeah. because that's just what it is. And so I think women will respect a man who says, look, I'm going after something. This is what I've been told by my girl. Yeah. I see that you're going after something and I truly respect it. And the thing is, I've had to tell her, babe, look, I can't see you for like the next four days because I got yeah. shit going on and I have to hit this target by this date because it's in line with my vision. Nobody put that deadline on me. Yeah. That's a deadline that I made for myself because I'm committed to my vision. Yeah. They definitely will respect it. I mean, they'll, However, they'll be mad at you a little bit. They will be it. mad. I have. I mean, my, like, I, like, you're, you're right though. Like this. I've had many verbal, like, where she's like, can we spend time together? Like, are you with me or are you with your purpose? Like, what's your, what's the deal? Can you yeah. balance the two? And oh, so, I, yeah, yeah, sorry. I mean, that's something that I'm working through right now because it can be heavily weighed in one direction or the other. You're either someone who's not on his purpose and you have all the time for the girls yeah. or you're really on your purpose and you have to really make time. Like it's, it's challenging in a well, sense. I've, I have told and not, not exactly this way, but very, very directly. You know, I told my girlfriend who I've been with a long time. I was like, here's why, here's what I'm doing with my life. Like here, this is exceptionally important to me. It's in the number one spot. I've told her that, right? And she's fine with that. And I, I love her, you know, love Brianna. Love you if you see this. But you know, I've had the conversation with her. Like, you know, I, this is what I really want to do with my life. Like if I die tomorrow and I'm, I'm super, like I'm insane about it. And this, I'll talk about my discord, like 
If you want to be a successful trader, you have to be insane. Whatever it is you want to be successful at, you have to be nuts with it, right? And when I think about my vision for my life and, you know, what I want to do on my Saturdays, and especially when I'm tired and, like, like how do people ask me, how do you find the motivation to keep going? I'm just like, dude, motivation isn't a part of it. Like, I literally will be asleep and I will wake up almost like I had a nightmare, but I didn't have a nightmare. I'm just thinking about it constantly, all the constantly time. thinking I about it all the time. Trading my channel, like I'm caught, like it is my passion. This is why, which is why I want people to find theirs because, like, I know how it makes me feel. Yeah. Like, it is energy. Like I could be dead tired, but like I really, really want to do this thing. And how that relates to relationships is, you know, like there is a a trade off. You know, there's only one of me, and so if I'm spending if I need eight hours to do something, right, I, I either spend the eight hours on that or I don't, right? And the trade-off is you find somebody who respects that or you give up on your purpose, right, or get mm-hmm. slowed down, right? And obviously, you'll if, if you do do that, you're going to start to resent that person because now they're subtra- subtracting from your purpose. So don't do that, right? Just be honest with yourself, be honest with your partner, and what happens happens, but at least you will have done the smart thing or the right thing. So I think that's why it's important to find somebody who really understands you and your purpose Yeah, and who is along for the ride. Yeah. You know, I have a girl who's very understanding. Does she want my time? Absolutely. She, she always wants my time. And I, I love that. Right. It's great to feel desired and feel like someone wants to be with you at all times. But what I can say (laughs) (laughs) by all times, (laughs) I love that. I love that. If you're watching, babe, I appreciate you. Um, But yeah, what I can say is like, you have to be intentional. And she used these words with me. She was like, you have to be intentional about investing time in what you want to grow. Mm. Because she said the grass only, what'd she say? The grass only grows where you water it. Yep. That's what she told me. Good saying. And uh, so I was like, okay, I like that. And she's right, man. Like, Here's the thing. You're either, at least for me, I'm typically all or nothing. Yeah. And unfortunately, what that's done for me in the past is when I'm going after something, I'm like going after it. And yeah. I have completely neglected and pushed away relationships to the point where I was just like, honestly, I'm better off like not with you because I don't have the time to invest in you. Yeah. And that's obviously very hurtful for people, but it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And I think there's seasons for everything. And if you are in a season where you've met someone incredible and you want something to grow and you want something to flourish, then you do have to invest. And if that means making sacrifices, uh, you know, on this side of the table, sometimes yeah. you have to do that. A lot of it just comes down to time management, you know, yeah. which is you can't be lazy, you know, like and I, I struggle with this myself. I'll be like, oh, OK, I'll get up. I'll get up at 6 a.m. to go to the gym and all that and all that. And then it's like, OK, I need to also get up at 7 a.m. to spend time, you know, with my girlfriend. If you want the relationship to be happy, you know, and for a lot of guys like I mean, this applies. I feel like this doesn't apply to this. This is why I get mad at the red pill space, too, because they spend a lot of time talking about high value guys. Yeah. Even though most people aren't high value so i'm just like who are y'all talking to like the people on the pod aren't even you know like you guys aren't even in the top one or two percent but in any case if you're ever in the position where you're devoting a lot of time to something you know and you're in a relationship you just have to also devote that time because you will both be happier you know so that, that's one of the things like when i was talking uh, a therapist i had a few years ago it's just like yeah you know like and i realized about myself it's like oh yeah if i just get out of being in a grumpy mood and I make her happy, she'll make me happy, right? Even though I'm busy. And it's like, instead of just being like, oh, like she wants my time even though I'm doing this. And like now I feel conflicted. 
I'm just like, okay, let me just consciously like, all right, I'm going to hang out with you at this time on this day. Don't talk to me until then. And then we do that. And then it's highly invested in that time. And then it, then it, it, it pays itself back. Right. But yeah, it, it can turn into like a ball of resentment. Mm. Otherwise, you know, and then both people are just unhappy and you don't even know why. And you're just yeah. like, you just have negative energy. Right. So, but I don't have it all figured out. That's just. Either. Yeah. And of course we are also speaking from the opinion of two. I mean, we're not married. We don't have yeah. kids. Right. So we're speaking from the opinion and, you know, vision of people who are in this situation. Yeah. You know, I think if we were married and had kids, our conversation and mindset might be completely different. Who knows? Yeah. Safe to say, just don't listen to me on relationships. But yeah. if you want to learn how to date, if trade, you don't, join my Discord. <laughs> Look, I, I am a strong yeah. believer in, like, listen to people if you would be willing to trade places with them. Yeah. So if you're looking for financial success, becoming your number one version, uh, having good friendships, community. Yeah, we're self-aware. Yeah. yeah we're, we're your guys. We're yeah. your guys for that, you know? Some confidence, be able to walk into a room, shine your light, yeah. carry the conversation, be the man. We're your guys. If you're trying to emulate someone who is married with children, who is juggling a family and a business and, you know, has their shit together yep. and their family's shit together, yep. like, we're not there yet. That's just not the stage of life, yeah. life that we're in. I'm not him. So... Yeah. <laughs> So we're, dude, we're about to crack an hour on this joint. Yeah, man. We're about to split this into two episodes, I think. We talked about a lot. Yeah, we did. Anything else we should, we should talk about? Uh, we got four minutes on here. I don't know, man, but life is tough. The pod, the pod, Um, you know, wherever you're watching this, you should definitely start one too. I mean, the really cool thing about starting a podcast, I'm going to say this earlier, is you're creating your own platform. Yeah. Right? So, like, as we grow this, and that's why I take YouTube so seriously, is like, you know, why do people go go ape shit about it. It's like, it used to just be TV and radio, right? And you had to get on TV, you had to get on the radio. Well, now anybody can get anywhere. Now it's just, can you get an audience? But, you know, I have a lot to say. I feel like a lot of people have a lot to say, right? But if you really, if you really want to improve your message and like have a platform where a lot of people can hear you, that's where like YouTube and like the podcast, or even if you don't do YouTube, like say you just do Spotify, whatever it is, right? You know, that'll force you to really improve that and compete in the mind sphere. So it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it, you know, watching my competition on YouTube, like in the finance space and seeing like, what is it that people like? You know, what do I, what do I want to emulate and what do I not want to touch at all? Because this is not my style. Like, I think that's what everybody should, should do one. So yeah, yeah start a pod. Start a pod. So yeah, man. Uh, I think we touched a lot of good topics tonight. Yes, sir. Um, I would say that if you want to start a podcast, just go ahead and do it. You have everything you need. And if you don't, you'll figure out how to get it. I believe in you. Um, and uh, we should do a little outro for do everybody. A little outro. Yeah. Um, my name's Forrest. My name's Drew. Thank you for watching the number one podcast in the world. Hey, see we you in the next one. appreciate y'all being here. See you in the next one.